Hi friends, it's been a great month for us here at the King's Daughter and we've been having our Christmas study since December 1st. We've had lesson 1, lesson 2, lesson 3 and lesson 4. And um, today we'll be having our weekend conversation. And um, so how are you doing? My name is Pastor B and I'll be taking this conversation with you. Okay, so somebody's asking me why Christmas, why are we having a Christmas study? We all know what Christmas is about, the trees, the decor, the cake, and the jollof if you're a proper Nigerian home, you know. You know, and every, someone is asking me why are we having a Christmas study? You know, Christmas for me growing up was was um, a great experience. It was a season that we all looked forward to in the family. Christmas was a big deal in my home. Christmas was a major deal in my family growing up. You know, the expectations from November ending, you know, the decor, the, deco- the decorations, the trees, the shine, shine, you know, the lightnings, the Christmas light, the music that plays, you know, you know, waking up in the morning and just hearing that Christmas light song when we wake up all from November December in my home was you know it makes Christmas something we look forward to a lot in the house and you know the my birthday is also in December, so it also makes me just feel this mushy, mushy all together when it's December because, you know, my birthday is coming up and Christmas is coming up and um, the whole celebration thing in the home is always great. And um, so most of I don't even celebrate my birthday or my birthday. I do it with Christmas. So it makes me always look forward to this season, you know, and then my mom had this beautiful tradition of cooking for the neighbors, you know, sharing love and joy in Christmas. So Christmas Day, we are all with food trays, going from neighbor to neighbor, sharing food. And we host guests in there. We host up to sometimes 50 guests in our house on Christmas Day. We have, after we share food trays around the street, we also host people in the house. So Christmas for us is a major deal. It's a big deal growing up, you know. And as I began to grow older and as I began to know, learn, learn about the Lord and really, really come closer, come deeper in my relationship with the Lord, I began to learn that Christmas is you know, not just about the food, not just about the decor, not just about the jollof and the coke and the fanta or the Christmas trees and the Christmas lightnings and the carols. Yeah, my favorite is carols. I love Christmas carols and the carols and the movies. Christmas is much more than that. Christmas is actually about Jesus. It's actually about the significance of his coming to the earth, you know, because we wouldn't even talk about his death, his burial, his resurrection, you know, the, the works he did, the miracles he performed, even never even came to the earth. So Christmas is about the significance of his coming, what it means to us, that fulfillment of God's promise, what that fulfillment of God's moments meant to us, what it means to mankind, the, the significance of the coming of Jesus to mankind, because without his coming, we wouldn't even talk about any other thing. So that is what Christmas is really about. As we share the love, as we share the meals, as we share the the carols, as we sing, as we decorate our houses, as we put up our rest, as we put up our Christmas trees, you know, as we do all of that, as we sing, and you know, as we do all of those things, Christmas, we should always remember the most important part of Christmas, which is Jesus, you know, sharing the love and sharing, um, sharing the love amidst ourselves, but also sharing the love of Jesus with someone else. That is what Christmas is truly about. And so that is why we, we, this, I decided to make it a tradition in King's Daughters to, you know, so always, um, 
look at a study of Christmas every December, December 1 to December 24. We are going to be having our Christmas study. I'm sorry, the tradition last year and it was beautiful. And so this year again, yeah, I'm just stepping it up a bit, you know, making it much more intentional this year with our Christmas study. Okay, so welcome to the first weekend conversation. We've had four lessons so far, December 1, December 2, December 3, and December 4. And in this podcast, we are going to be doing a review of all that we've learned so far. I'm going to be sharing some of my light bulb moments with you, some of the things that stayed with me, some of the things that challenged me in the lesson so far. Because looking into God's word over again and looking in the study over again and doing this study over again has been amazing. I've learned new things again. And the beautiful thing about God's word is that every time you look at it, you learn. You know, there's a light that pops up in you. There's a revelation that comes to you. There's an illumination that comes to you. And it's so, so beautiful. Every time look at God's word. We cannot get tired of looking at God's word. Every time we put our eyes on God's word and we want to learn from God, something new comes out. We learn something again. We learn something again. That's the beauty of God's word. So we can read the Bible every year, all the years of our lives and we keep learning because he is God. He's infinite. It cannot end. He is God. You know, so it's beautiful. And studying this, doing this study again this year, which I, I, I want to put a tradition to do every year, doing this study again this year as, um, has been more enlightening, you know. I've I've seen I've seen deeper things again into the significance of the study of Christmas. So I'm going to be sharing some of my light bulb moments. So one or two people also sent me their own moments that they would like to share. They don't mind if I share it with you guys. So I'll be doing that as well, and then um. We're just going to have fun and learn together. So that is my Christmas story. If you want to share your Christmas story, you can also send them to me. I like to read. I would love to read, you know, funny stories of Christmas. Maybe in the next podcast, I'll be doing a bit of one of my most memorable Christmas. But um, I like to read funny story of Christmas. I would like to learn funny story of Christmas. Christmas while growing up, how was it in your house? How was it? How was that? And some people told me that maybe for them, Christmas was just normal normal day like any other day but in my house it wasn't like that it was a big deal like a really really big deal and the only time is november i'm already in my christmas mood i'm looking for new christmas movies and new carols and carols to attend and just it's just my thing it's just my favorite thing okay so let's quickly look at um reviews of our study and no we, we had lots of study this um lots of things to learn this in this past week of our study and um just um pick up some of the lessons i'll start from the very first lesson where we looked at john chapter one verse one to fourteen and one of the things that we learned from there is that john teaches us throughout this gospel that jesus is the light of the world hallelujah and we see that in john chapter 8 verse 12 he tells us that the that the world who is jesus is the light of men and that darkness cannot overpower jesus's light wow isn't that beautiful darkness cannot overpower the light of jesus jesus is the light of the world he is the light of men he says he is the light that lights everyone that comes into this world and the beautiful thing about this light is that darkness cannot overcome it darkness cannot comprehend it so when we are in jesus when we have received jesus when we have come to Jesus. We have come to light. We have come to a light that darkness cannot comprehend. That is beautiful. We have come to a light that has the power to take away darkness. Darkness cannot comprehend. Darkness cannot overcome the light that we have received in Christ. Hallelujah. We have come to light. We have been lighted. We have been lighted. Jesus is the light. And we have received light into our hearts. We have received light into our lives. We have received light into our home, into our being. 
you know, into everything that we do because we are in Jesus. We have received light. So anyone who is in Jesus shouldn't walk in darkness because we must walk in the con- in the consciousness of the fact that we are now light beings. We have received light. Hallelujah. So this is one major lesson that we learned from our very first study, that Jesus is the light of men. He is the light that lighted everyone that comes to the world. He is the light that lighted everyone that comes to the earth. And so when we receive him, we have received light. Say, I have received light. Come on, say with me, say, I have received light. And that is the beautiful thing about Christ. He is the light. And darkness can overcome. You know, it's funny when we see believers sometimes, you know, even though they are in, they are in Christ, they are they are walking in so much confusion and so much darkness and pain and sorrow, and it's almost as if darkness is still having an influence over them. Well, it is because they haven't realized what they have in Christ or who they are in Christ. They haven't come to a realization of the significance of the fact that they are in Christ. Because when they do, they are going to be able to overpower that darkness. Hallelujah. Okay, so we also learned that the light that Jesus brings is salvation and eternal life yes that is so profound that is so amazing the light that we receive in jesus the light that he comes with to the world the light that he brought to the world is salvation and is eternal life okay so one of the major things that we learned is that the world the world with jesus it was god he was with god he was god and he also became flesh so the, the jesus that came to the earth is god it's it wasn't the lower version of God. He's not uh, a messenger of God. Jesus that came to the earth is actually God. We saw that in John chapter one. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was a God, and the Word was God. You see that in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Verse that was in verse fourteen. So we see that Jesus that came to the earth isn't the messenger, isn't one of the angels, isn't the prophet. He he is God. He is God. And we must understand that divinity of Jesus. That's what makes him different from every other one that the Lord has sent, every other one that has come. He is God. He is God. We must not take away the fact. We must always put it in our consciousness that he's not just like any other man. He became flesh, but he is God. We must, we must appreciate the divinity of Christ. We must appreciate, we must all in esteem the divinity of Christ. Even though he walked, he walked among us, he walked as, as flesh, he, he became a flesh and he became as one of us. If we don't appreciate his divinity, we will not fully comprehend the extent of what he did. Do we get that? We will not fully comprehend the extent of what he did if we do not appreciate or put it at the back of our mind that he is, he is divine. So that was a major lesson that we learned in day one of our conversation, right? Isn't that right? I got some moments so people shared some things with me from their feedbacks and I will share with others at the end of this whole review. So lesson two, we looked at the genealogy of Christ and we saw that the genealogy of Jesus is filled with imperfect people and difficult circumstances, you know? Look at how... Um, Abraham conceived his first son, Ishmael, instead of waiting for God's promise. You see that? But despite imperfections and challenges, God fulfilled his promise to send Jesus 
to save our souls. Wow, wow. God is faithful. God is faithful. Despite man's imperfection, despite man's challenges, despite their circumstances, God fulfilled this promise. He is faithful to be well, He is faithful. And He fulfilled this promise to send Jesus to save us. He fulfilled this promise despite our imperfection. Look at how Abraham, you know, tried to make the promise work for himself. Look at how he conceived um, Ishmael. His wife told him to, you know, sleep with the, 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 the maid so that they can have a son in her name. And he did that without it, with ignoring the promises of God, taking away the promises of God, you know, thinking that he could help God to fulfill what God has promised to do. And, you know, we saw that and we saw the horrible effect of what he did in that place. But we saw that even though that happened, even though man is imperfect, even though man tried to to suit, to make the circumstances to suit himself. Even though man tried to, to help God in working out his promises, God is faithful and he will always do that which he has set his mind to do. He will always do that which he has promised to do. God is faithful. God is faithful. And this always encourages me every time I'm waiting on the Lord for on a matter, every time I'm trusting the Lord for a situation, every time I'm praying to the Lord for anything, for anything or on any matter, you know, I always remind myself that God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. You see, if you can always say this to yourself and ensure that it rings in your mind and it rings in your head that God is faithful, you will learn to trust him better. Hallelujah. You will learn to trust him better if you can always have it at the back of your mind that God is faithful. So we saw that even with the imperfections, even with the imperfections, even with all the circumstances and all the challenges and all that man trying to do to help God in fulfilling this promise, God is faithful. Come on, say God is faithful. So I always remind myself of this. When I'm trusting the Lord over a matter, when I'm trusting the Lord over a situation, I always remind myself that God is faithful. And I always tell myself this. If he did this, he would do that. If he could do what I asked him for last week, then he can do this too. You know, if you can do that which I prayed for yesterday, then you can do this. If you can do what I prayed for last year, then he will do this too. Because he is faithful and he never changes. The Bible says Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. He doesn't change. So if he was faithful yesterday, then he is still faithful today. If he was faithful yesterday, then he is still faithful today. I always remind myself of these things. I always tell myself these things. God is faithful. And man's imperfection or man's unfaithfulness will not stop him from being faithful. Hallelujah. Even if man is unfaithful, even if man, man, man decides not to be faithful, you know, it will not stop him from being faithful as a God. And that was a major lesson that we learned. Another lesson that we learned is that the obstacles we face as a weight on God's promises present two opportunities for believers. You know, we can become discouraged and doubt God's timing and plan, or we can allow the obstacles to teach us to trust God more. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. And this is profound. This is this was a major lesson that we learned. The obstacles we face as we wait on God's promise present two opportunities to believers. We can become discouraged and doubt God's timing and plan, or we can allow the obstacles to teach us to trust God more. Now, perspective to what we are going through is important. You can decide to, to be depressed. You can decide to, you know, 
to give up, to be discouraged, and you know, start doubting God's promises, God's plans for you, or that He has said, start doubting, start walking in doubt. Or we can use this same situation, the same obstacles to teach us to trust God more. Because remember that James says something that we, anyone that has doubt in a wound cannot receive anything from the Lord because he is double-minded. Okay, so we cannot allow doubt. So we, we must know that anytime we face an obstacle, anytime we face a challenge, it's presenting two opportunities to us. We can choose. We can choose what side we stay on. Is that we, we, we let it discourage us or we let the same obstacle teach us to trust God more. You know, we don't have to allow our shortcomings and challenges to cause questions in God's ability to keep his word. Whatever you are going through, whatever it is, you are going through or the shortcomings you are experiencing or the challenges you are facing. Never allow those things to cause you to question God's ability to keep his word. Because when we place our our faith in him, he is the promise keeper himself. Hallelujah. We don't have to allow challenges to make us question God's ability. We have to place our, our promise on him because he keeps his promise. Is faithful. You see, if there's any lesson you want to pick from this week's teaching, just pick that God is faithful. God is faithful. And we see it through the pages of scriptures, through the stories in the scriptures, how God kept his promises. You know, the coming of Jesus wasn't just, it wasn't even an after effect. It was what he has promised from, from Genesis. You know, he has promised it. And we saw that even over the years, over thousands of years, the promise still came to pass. So it wasn't in Matthew that God just said, okay, let's send the Savior. No, he has promised it. And even though thousands of years have passed, God was still faithful enough to keep his promise. Let us always encourage you. Don't allow the shortcomings. Don't allow the challenges. Don't allow the failures to cause you to question God's ability in keeping his promise. Because he will keep his promise. Because he is faithful. So if there's anything we are learning this week, we are learning that God is faithful. He is faithful. Never forget that. God is faithful. Hallelujah. So, while we wait, let us remember God as God has already answered so many of his promises. You know, let us remember that he has answered so many, lots of his promises. He has answered a lot, a lot of his promises. So if he, if he has answered all, all, a lot of his promises, then he's going to answer that which he has promised us to. If he has fulfilled so much of his promises, he's going to, he's going to fulfill that which he has promised, us to, promised to us as well. So I want us to look at a few promises that God has answered, a few promises that God has, re, 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 you know, he has fulfilled so that he can encourage us to wait on him. Let's remember. Let us remember a lot so that it can encourage us. So let's look at this. God's love endures forever. God's forgiveness is available to everyone who repents. God never leaves us. Now take note of these things as I say them. God's love endures forever. Psalm chapter 136. We see that in Psalm 136. We also see that in Isaiah 54 verse 10. God's forgiveness is available to everyone who repents. First John 1 9. God never leaves us. Joshua 1, 9, Hebrews 13, 5. God's pro- God provides strength for the weary. Isaiah 4, 31. Isaiah 41, 10. God is our rescue and protection. Psalm 9, verse 9 to 10. God's salvation is for the entire world. 
God comforts us. God hears our prayers. Psalm 34, verse 17. Psalm 50, verse 15. God works, God works out everything for our good. Romans 8, 28. Psalm 13, Psalm 31, verse 19. So in all of these things, we can be encouraged, remembering all of these promises that he has kept, all of these promises that he has fulfilled. All we always encourage us to wait on him, to trust in him, and to remember that God is determined to fulfill all that he has said to us to fulfill. Wow, isn't that amazing? God is faithful. And I think that is my highlight for the week. God is faithful. If there's anything we have learned this week, it is that God is faithful. Hallelujah. God is faithful. And that is my highlight for this week. God is faithful. I am reminded of the faithfulness of God in keeping his promise through this study. Through this study from day one to day four, I am reminded of the faithfulness of God. I am reminded that even if even if men are imperfect, even if men have shortcomings, God will still do his promises. He will still fulfill his promises. He will still keep his promises to man. Because man's unfaithfulness does not change God's faithfulness. And this is my highlight for this week. This is my light bulb for this week. And this is what I'm holding on to this week. And I'm so blessed with these teachings. I'm so blessed with this study. I'm so blessed with these lessons that we have learned. And I look forward to much more revelations, much more highlights, much more light bulbs in the next, in the coming, in the coming lessons, in the coming studies from next week, Monday. And I want to encourage you, you know, to, to go over your notes again. If you, if you haven't done that, read on the, read all of the lessons, all of the lessons that has been sent to the groups, read all of the lessons that is sent on all our platforms, read them, meditate on them, chew them, digest them. Let me come a part of you. Say the prayers. Okay, say the prayers and let it stay in your heart because God is faithful. And every time we gather, like every time we gather to study, every time we set out our hearts to study, we must look forward to seeing God's promises in His Word. Hallelujah. So let me just quickly share some of the highlights that some people sent to me. And, um, okay. This person said that I'm so thankful for the word. It's uplifting to think Jesus is to think of Jesus as the light of the world during these increasingly dark times. Hallelujah! The Lord is my savior. Wow, isn't that amazing? So even during this dark time, it is very uplifting to this sister to you know remember to be reminded of the fact that Jesus is the light because there's so much going on. And um, she's just glad that she was reminded that Jesus is the light. Someone said, Jesus, you are the eternal light and hope for us all. Thank you for loving me. Wow, this is amazing. This person sent to me and said that I want to take everything into my own hands. And I stressed myself out over fixing things and making things the way that I want them to be. Um, I can overcome these challenges by abiding and reading his word as it reminds me to let go and trust. Okay, wow, this is nice. This person said, my challenge with waiting on God is patience. I tend to lose my patience a lot, and then it turns into anger or stress. I try to remind myself that patience is the key to a happy life and to not act on any mean thoughts in my head. It is other said than done. Okay, all right. Um, let me look for one or two more to, to share with you. Okay, this person said, God's promises are true, and we just have to trust all outcomes to Him. And remember, the ultimate promise is our final outcome to join Him in heaven. Okay, wow, wow, wow. Great time with you guys sharing God's word today, reviewing our lessons, 
um we're having this conversation again next week saturday and then um okay this was like jesus thank you for all your all your love you give me for never giving up on me okay wow 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 okay 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 and this wasn't sent a prayer she said that um god i need to feel your light permeate my soul i give you my frustrations and discouragement and my physical pain well i'm trusting the lord for you dear sister that god is going to give shine his light on your heart again you're going to feel god's light again you're going to feel god's peace again and this frustration and discouragement and pain that you're feeling is going to be taken away in the name of jesus okay wonderful time sharing with you study continues on monday by 3 p.m and it's going to be shared on all of our platforms our instagram platform our facebook and then on our our growth club as well it's going to be on the king's daughters on on um, instagram king's daughters on facebook and queen's daughters growth club on whatsapp it's going to be all on our platform we're going to continue this study on monday please use this time from now until monday to go over your notes again learn again study meditate read and pray is going to bless your heart so i look forward to having this conversation again next week saturday god has blessed you have a wonderful day Hi friends, it's been a great month for us here at the King's Daughter and we've been having our Christmas study since December 1st. We've had lesson 1, lesson 2, lesson 3 and lesson 4. And um, today we'll be having our weekend conversation. And um, so how are you doing? My name is Pastor B and I'll be taking this conversation with you. Okay, so somebody's asking me why Christmas, why are we having a Christmas study? We all know what Christmas is about the trees the decor the cake and the jollof if you're a proper nigerian home you know you know and every, someone is asking me why are we having a christmas study you know christmas for me growing up was um a great experience it was a season that we all looked forward to in the family christmas was a big deal in my home christmas was a major deal in my family growing up you know the expectations from november ending you know the decor the, deco- the decorations, the trees, the shine, shine, you know, the lightnings, the Christmas light, the music that plays, you know, you know, waking up in the morning and just hearing that Christmas light song when we wake up all from November, December in my home was, you know, it makes Christmas something we look forward to a lot in the house. And, you know, the my birthday is also in december so it also makes me just feel this mushy mushy all together when it's december because you know my birthday is coming up and christmas is coming up and um the whole celebration thing in the home is always great and um so most of i don't even celebrate my birthday on my birthday i do it with christmas so it makes me always look forward to this season you know and then my mom had this beautiful tradition of cooking for the neighbors you know sharing love and joy in christmas so Christmas Day, we are all with food trays going from neighbor to neighbor sharing food. And we also guests in there. We also have to sometimes 50 guests in our house on Christmas Day. We have after we share food trays around the street. We also host people in the house. So Christmas for us is a major deal, is a big deal growing up, you know. 
and as i began to grow older and as i began to you know learn learn about the lord and really really come closer come deeper in my relationship with the lord i began to learn that christmas is you know not just about the food not just about the decor not just about the your love and the coke and the fanta or the christmas trees and the christmas lightnings and the carols yeah my favorite is carols i love christmas carols and the carols and the movies christmas is much more than that christmas is actually about jesus is actually about the significance of his coming to the earth you know because we won't even talk about his death his burial his resurrection you know the, the works he did the miracles he performed even never even came to the earth so christmas is about the significance of his coming what it means to us that fulfillment of god's promise what that fulfillment of god's memories meant to us what it means to mankind the, the significance of the coming of jesus to mankind because without his coming we don't even talk about any other thing so that is what christmas is really about as we share the love as we share the meals as we share the the carols as we sing as we decorate our houses as we put up our rest as we put up our christmas trees you know as we do all of that as we sing and you know as we do all of those things christmas we should always remember the most important part of christmas which is jesus you know sharing the love and sharing um sharing the love amidst ourselves but also sharing the love of jesus with someone else that is what christmas is truly about and so that is why we we this i decided to make it a tradition in king's daughters to you know so always um look at a study of christmas every december december 1 to december 24 we are going to be having our christmas study i'm sorry the tradition last year and it was beautiful and so this year again yeah i'm just stepping it up a bit you know making it much more intentional this year with our christmas study okay so welcome to the first weekend conversation we've had four lessons so far december 1 december 2 december 3 and december 4 and in this podcast we are going to be doing a review of all that we've learned so far i'm going to be sharing some of my light bulb moments with you some of the things that stayed with me some of the things that challenged me in the lesson so far because looking into god's word over again and looking in this study over again and doing this study over again has been amazing i've learned new things again the beautiful thing about god's word is that every time you look at it you learn there's a light that pops up in you there's a revelation that comes to you there's an illumination that comes to you and it's so so beautiful every time we look at god's word we cannot get tired of looking at god's word but every time we put our eyes on god's word and we want to learn from god or something new comes out we learn something again we learn something again that's the beauty of god's word so we can read the bible every year all the years of our lives and we keep learning because he is god is infinite it cannot end he is god you know so it's beautiful now studying this doing this study again this year which i i, I want to put a tradition to do every year doing the study again this year as um has been more enlightening you know I've, I've seen i've seen deeper things again into the significance of the study of christmas so i'm going to be sharing some of my light bulb moments so one or two people also sent me their own moments that they would like to share they don't mind if i shared with you guys so i'll be doing that as well and then um 
we're just gonna have fun and learn together so that is my christmas story if you want to share your christmas story you can also send them to me i like to read i would love to read you know funny stories of christmas maybe in the next podcast i'll be doing a bit of one of my most memorable christmas but um i like to read funny story of christmas i would like to learn funny story of christmas christmas while growing up how was it in your house how was it how was that and some people told me that maybe for them christmas was just normal normal day like any other day but in my house it wasn't like that it was a big deal like a really really big deal and the only time is november i'm already in my christmas mood i'm looking for new christmas movies and new carols and carols to attend and just it's just my thing it's just my favorite thing okay so let's quickly look at um reviews of our study and no we, we had lots of study this um lots of things to learn this in this past week of our study and um just um pick up some of the lessons i'll start from the very first lesson we will look at john chapter 1 verse 1 to 14 and one of the things that we learn from there is that john teaches us throughout this gospel that jesus is the light of the world hallelujah and we see that in john chapter 8 verse 12 he tells us that the that the world who is jesus is the light of men and that darkness cannot overpower jesus's light wow isn't that beautiful darkness cannot overpower the light of jesus jesus is the light of the world he is the light of men he says he is the light that lights everyone that comes into this world and the beautiful thing about this light is that darkness cannot overcome it darkness cannot comprehend it so when we are in jesus when we have received jesus when we have come to jesus we have come to light we have come to a light that darkness cannot comprehend that is beautiful we have come to a light that has the power to take away darkness darkness cannot comprehend darkness cannot overcome the light that we have received in christ hallelujah we have come to light we have been lighted we have been lighted jesus is the light and we have received light into our hearts we have received light into our lives we have received light into our home into our being you know into everything that we do because we are in jesus we have received light so anyone who is in jesus shouldn't walk in darkness because we must walk in the con- in the consciousness of the fact that we are now light beings we have received light hallelujah so this is one major lesson that we learned from our very first study that jesus is the light of men he is the light that lighted everyone that comes to the world he is the light that lighted everyone that comes to the earth and so when we receive him we have received light say i have received light come on say with me say i have received light and that is the beautiful thing about christ he is the light and darkness can overcome you know it's funny when we see believers sometimes you know even though they are in, they are in Christ, they are they are walking in so much confusion and so much darkness and pain and sorrow, and it's almost as if darkness is still having an influence over them. Well, it is because they haven't realized what they have in Christ or who they are in Christ. They haven't come to a realization of the significance of the fact that they are in Christ. Because when they do, they are going to be able to overpower that darkness. Hallelujah. Okay, so we also learned that the light that Jesus brings is salvation and eternal life yes that is so profound that is so amazing the light that we receive in jesus the light that he comes with to the world the light that he brought to the world is salvation and is eternal life okay so one of the major things that we learned is that the world the world with jesus it was god he was with god he was god and he also became flesh so the, the jesus that came to the earth is god it's it wasn't the lower version of God. He's not um, a messenger of God. Jesus that came to the earth is actually God. 
We saw that in John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was the God, and the Word was God. You, you, you see that? In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. That was in verse 14. So we see that Jesus that came to the earth isn't the messenger, isn't one of the angels, isn't the prophet. He, he is God. He is God. And we must understand that divinity of Jesus. That's what makes him different from every other one that the Lord has sent, every other one that has come. He is God. He is God. We must not take away the fact. We must always put it in our consciousness. He's not just like any other man. He became flesh, but he is God. We must, we must appreciate the divinity of Christ. We must appreciate, we must hold in esteem the divinity of Christ. Even though he works, he works among us, he works as, as flesh, he, he became a flesh and he became as one of us. If we don't appreciate his divinity, we will not fully comprehend the extent of what he did. Do we get that? We will not fully comprehend the extent of what he did if we do not appreciate or put it at the back of our mind that he is is divine. So that was a major lesson that we learned in day one of our conversation, right? Isn't that right? I got some moments so people shared some things with me from their feedbacks and I will share with us at the end of this whole review. So lesson two, we looked at the genealogy of Christ and we saw that the genealogy of Jesus is filled with imperfect people and difficult circumstances, you know? Look at how... Um, Abraham conceived his first son, Ishmael, instead of waiting for God's promise. You see that? But despite imperfections and challenges, God fulfilled his promise to send Jesus to save our souls. Wow, wow. God is faithful. God is faithful. Despite men's imperfections, despite men's challenges, despite their circumstances, God fulfilled this promise. He is faithful to be, he is faithful. And he fulfilled this promise to send Jesus to save us. He fulfilled this promise despite our imperfection. Look at how Abraham, you know, tried to make the promise work for himself. Look at how he conceived um, Ishmael. His wife told him to, you know, sleep with the, 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 the maid so that they can have a son in her name. And he did that with without it ignoring the promises of god taking away the promises of god you know thinking that he could help god to fulfill what god has promised to do and you know we saw that and we saw the whole ripple effect of what he did in that place but we saw that even though that happened even though man is imperfect even though man tried to to suit to make the circumstances to suit himself even though man tried to to help God in working out his promises. God is faithful and he will always do that which he has set his mind to do. He will always do that which he has promised to do. God is faithful. God is faithful. And this always encourages me every time I'm waiting on the Lord for on a matter, every time I'm trusting the Lord for a situation, every time I'm praying to the Lord for anything, for anything or on any matter, you know, I always remind myself that God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. You see, if you can always say this to yourself and ensure that it rings in your mind and it rings in your head that God is faithful, you will learn to trust him better. Hallelujah. You will learn to trust him better if you can always have it at the back of your mind that God is faithful. So we saw that even with the imperfections, 
even with the imperfections, even with all the circumstances and all the challenges and all the man trying to do to help God in fulfilling this promise. God is faithful. Come on, say God is faithful. So I always remind myself of this. When I'm trusting the Lord over a matter, when I'm trusting the Lord over a situation, I always remind myself that God is faithful. And I always tell myself this. If he did this, he would do this. If he could do what I asked him for last week, then he can do this too. You know, if you can do that which I prayed for yesterday, then you can do this. If you can do what I prayed for last year, then he will do this too. Because he is faithful and he never changes. The Bible says Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. He doesn't change. So if he was faithful yesterday, then he is still faithful today. If he was faithful yesterday, then he is still faithful today. I always remind myself of these things. I always tell myself these things. God is faithful. And man's imperfection or man's unfaithfulness will not stop him from being faithful. Hallelujah. Even if man is unfaithful, even if man, man, man decides not to be faithful, you know, it will not stop him from being faithful as a God. And that was a major lesson that we learned. Another lesson that we learned is that the obstacles we face as a weight on God's promises present two opportunities for believers. You know, we can become discouraged and doubt God's timing and plan, or we can allow the obstacles to teach us to trust God more. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Now, this is profound. This is this was a major lesson that we learned. The obstacles we face as we wait on God's promise present two opportunities to believers. We can become discouraged and doubt God's timing and plan, or we can allow the obstacles to teach us to trust God more. Now, perspective to what we are going through is important. You can decide to, to be depressed. You can decide to, you know, to give up, to be discouraged, and you know, start doubting God's promises, God's plans for you, or that He has said, start doubting, start walking in doubt. Or we can use this same situation, the same obstacles, to teach us to trust God more. Because remember that James says something that we, anyone that has doubt in a wound cannot receive anything from the Lord because He is double minded. Okay, so we cannot allow doubt. So we, we must know that anytime we face an obstacle, anytime we face a challenge, it's presenting two opportunities to us. We can choose. We can choose what side we stay on. Is that we, we, we let it discourage us or we let the same obstacle teach us to trust God more? You know, we don't have to allow our shortcomings and challenges to cause questions in God's ability to keep His word. Whatever you are going through, Whatever it is you are going through, or the shortcomings you are experiencing, or the challenges you are facing, never allow those things to cause you to question God's ability to keep His word. Because when we place our our faith in Him, He is the promise keeper Himself. Hallelujah. We don't have to allow challenges to make us question God's ability. We have to place our our promise on him because he keeps his promise. He is faithful. You see, if there's any lesson you want to pick from this week's teaching, just pick that God is faithful. God is faithful. And we see it through the pages of scriptures, through the stories in the scriptures, how God kept his promises. You know, the coming of Jesus wasn't just, it wasn't even an after effect. It was what he has promised from, from Genesis. You know, he has promised it. And we saw that even over the years, over thousands of years, the promise still came to pass. 
So it wasn't in Matthew that God just said, okay, let's send the Savior. No, he has promised it. And even though thousands of years have passed past, God was still faithful enough to keep his promise. Let this always encourage you. Don't allow the shortcomings. Don't allow the challenges. Don't allow the failures to cause you to question God's ability in keeping his promise because he will keep his promise because he is faithful. So if there's anything we are learning this week, we are learning that God is faithful. He is faithful. Never forget that. God is faithful. Hallelujah. So, while we wait, let us remember God as God has already answered so many of his promises. You know, let us remember that he has answered so many, lots of his promises. He has answered a lot, a lot of his promises. So if he, if he has answered all, all, a lot of his promises, then he's going to answer that which he has promised us to. If he has fulfilled so much of his promises, he's going to, he's going to fulfill that which he has promised us to, promised to us as well. So I want us to look at a few promises that God has answered, a few promises that God has, re, re, you know, he has fulfilled, so that he can encourage us to wait on him. Let's remember. Let us remember a lot so that it can encourage us. So let's look at this. God's love endures forever. God's forgiveness is available to everyone who repents. God never leaves us. Now take note of these things as I say them. God's love endures forever. Psalm chapter 136. We see that in Psalm 136. We also see that in Isaiah 54 verse 10. God's forgiveness is available to everyone who repents. First John 1 9. God never leaves us. Joshua 1 9, Hebrews 13 5. God's pro- God provides strength for the weary. Isaiah 4 31, Isaiah 41 10. God is our rescue and protection. Psalm 9 verse 9 to 10. God's salvation is for the entire world. God comforts us. God hears our prayers. Psalm 34 verse 17, Psalm 50 verse 15. God's works, God works out everything for our good. Romans 8, 28, Psalm 31, verse 19. So in all of these things, we can be encouraged, remembering all of these promises that he has kept, all of these promises that he has fulfilled. All, we always encourage us to wait on him, to trust in him, and to remember that God is determined to fulfill all that he has said to us. Wow, isn't that amazing? God is faithful. And I think that is my highlight for the week. God is faithful. If there's anything we have learned this week, it is that God is faithful. Hallelujah. God is faithful. And that is my highlight for this week. God is faithful. I am reminded of the faithfulness of God in keeping his promise through this study. Through this study from day one to day four, I am reminded of the faithfulness of God. I am reminded that even if even if men are imperfect, even if men have shortcomings, God will still do his promises. He will still fulfill his promises. He will still keep his promises to man. Because man's unfaithfulness does not change God's faithfulness. And this is my highlight for this week. This is my light bulb for this week. And this is what I'm holding on to this week. 
And I'm so blessed with these teachings. I'm so blessed with this study. I'm so blessed with these lessons that we have learned. And I look forward to much more revelations, much more highlights, much more light bulbs in the next in the coming, in the coming lessons, in the coming studies from next week Monday. And I want to encourage you, you know, to, to go over your notes again if you if you haven't done that. Read on the, read all of the lessons, all of the lessons that has been sent to the groups. Read all of the lessons that is sent on all our platforms. Read them, meditate on them, chew them, digest them. Let me come a part of you. Say the prayers. Okay, say the prayers and let it stay in your heart because God is faithful. And every time we gather, like every time we gather to study, every time we set out our hearts to study, we must look forward to seeing God's promises in His Word. Hallelujah. So let me just quickly share some of the highlights that some people sent to me. And um, okay. This person said that I'm so thankful for the word. It's uplifting to think Jesus is to think of Jesus as the light of the world during these increasingly dark times. Hallelujah! The Lord is my savior. Wow, isn't that amazing? So even during this dark time, it is very uplifting to this sister to you know remember to be reminded of the fact that Jesus is the light because there's so much going on. And um, she's just glad that she was reminded that Jesus is the light. Someone said, Jesus, you are the eternal light and hope for us all. Thank you for loving me. Wow, this is amazing. This person sent to me and said that I want to take everything into my own hands and I stress myself out over fixing things and making things the way that I want them to be. Um, I can overcome these challenges by abiding and reading his word as it reminds me to let go and trust. Okay, well, this is nice. This person said, my challenge with waiting on God is patience. I tend to lose my patience a lot and then it turns into anger or stress. I try to remind myself that patience is the key to a happy life and to not act on any mean thoughts in my head. It is other said than done. Okay. All right. Um, let me look for one or two more to, to share with you. Okay. This person said God's promises are true and we just have to trust all outcomes to him and remember the ultimate promise is our final outcome to join him in heaven. Okay. Wow. 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 Great time with you guys sharing God's word today, reviewing our lessons. Um, we're having this conversation again next week, Saturday. And then, um, okay, this person said, Jesus, thank you for all your, all your love you give me for never giving up on me. Okay. Wow. 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 Okay. 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 And this person sent a prayer. She said that, um, God, I need to feel your life permeate my soul. I give you my frustrations and discouragement and my physical pain. Well, I'm trusting the Lord for you, dear sister, that God is going to shine his light on your heart again. You're going to feel God's light again. You're going to feel God's peace again. And this frustration and discouragement and pain that you're feeling is going to be taken away in the name of Jesus. Okay, wonderful time sharing with you. Study continues on Monday by 3 p.m. and it's going to be shared on all of our platforms our instagram platform our facebook and done on our 
growth club as well is going to be on the case daughters on on um, instagram king's daughters on facebook and queen's daughters growth club on whatsapp it's going to be all on our platform we're going to continue this study on monday please use this time from now until monday to go over your notes again learn again study meditate read and pray is going to bless your heart so i look forward to having this conversation again next week saturday god has blessed you have a wonderful day Thank you.